spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Friday. This portion of the program is brought to you by Parker and Sons Plumbing Electrical. Two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. Very ethical, kids. Is it finally over? Uh, is the election finally over? Yeah, I think so. So, to quickly go back through what happened yesterday, for those of you who don't remember, Steve Zinsmeister in for Gatos, uh, by the way. He'll be back uh, when? Tuesday? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I just saw a picture of him. He's on vacation. Oh, good. So... Yesterday, Cochise County was the final county in Arizona uh, to certify its election results. They did it somewhat reluctantly, including one of the Republicans just not showing up. Two of the three, one was fine with it. The other two Republicans, they didn't want anything to do with it, but only one of them showed up. Yeah, I am curious to see what happens in terms of punishing the Cochise County Board of Supervisors for not doing this on time because they technically broke the law. We've heard that from yeah. several different uh, law enforcement officials and former law enforcement officials. Um, but also, too, one of the Republicans just didn't show up to yeah. the certification meeting. Yeah. So can he be held responsible for that? I don't know. Yeah. And, and do the... It's done now, right? So it's over. It's all been canvassed, and they're, they're done. And they're gonna, it goes to the state now. It goes to the yeah. state now. But the question is, should they proceed with charges for not doing the duty that you did? You broke the law. If you broke the law or you broke the law, how many times nowadays do you know people follow through on something like that? Should they do that? They won't get jail time, but should they get a fine? Should they be in a position where maybe they lose their their seat? So we talked earlier in the week to Terry Goddard, former AG in yeah. Arizona. We talked to Rick Romley, former Maricopa County attorney. Uh, he, The two of them put a letter together to the current Attorney General Mark Burnovich saying, hey, you should file charges against the Cochise County Board of Supervisors. They broke the law already. Okay, they sent that letter. That means one thing. Uh, apparently, the Secretary of State, Katie Hobbs, who is also the governor-elect, has sent a letter to the Attorney General's office, although we just got notified that they haven't received that letter yet. Odd. Um, Burnovich said whatever what, you want from what, that. What do you, guys, you guys send it to the media, but you don't send it to me? But basically, what I'm trying to say is... Uh, a lot of elections officials and former law enforcement officials are saying, yes, we should be punishing the Cochise County for what they chose to do, or rather what they chose not to do, which was certify the election results the way you're supposed to in Arizona. So what comes next, Chad? On Monday, the governor, yeah. Governor Ducey, uh, the next governor, the Secretary of State, Katie Hobbs, yeah. and the Attorney General, Mark Burnovich, will all sit down in front of a judge and they will, what they call, canvas the election results for the state. They basically are just certifying sort of all the, yeah, the numbers, the all the time. numbers here. They've certified this is good. We certified that they didn't do anything. We're moving on. Usually that's a super boring event. There's not really much to cover. I mean, they're just like, yep, we're good. There's never been an issue at any certification meeting in our history. Well, we don't have we don't Except have that kind of uh, uh, <laughs> we don't kind of have we don't have that fun anymore of it being boring. We have the fun of incentive. Do you think there'll be another great honking? Uh probably not. The great honking was when they uh, when the election deniers drove their cars around the in circles, the demanding a facility. new a new election. Yeah. So remember the last time we had a certification. Uh, a statewide canvas. And Governor Ducey, a couple weeks ahead of time, had been telling people, he was kind of flaunting a little bit his relationship with the president, Donald Trump. Yeah. And he says, I have a, a personal ringtone 
for oh, Trump. So and it's awesome. hail to the chief. We were watching is, it live. We were all kind of laughing. You're like, oh, that's cool. Because he calls so much because we're on the phone so much. Right, right. We were all like, okay, you're, you don't get calls from Trump. Then on the day of canvas, the day of certification, Governor Ducey is literally pen in hand. He is about to sign the dotted line, the death certificate for Donald Trump in Arizona, certifying the vote for Joe Biden, and his phone rings, and it's hail to the chief, and we all knew what that meant. And he pulls it out of his pocket and clicks the little side button that's like, to like hang up on him. It was hilarious. It didn't change anything. It was just the context of Donald Trump calling Governor Ducey in the middle of certification, and you can imagine what Donald Trump would have said to him. Don't do it, Doug. Doug, Doug, don't do it, because we still have the Kraken, and we're going to release the it. Kraken. Never release the Kraken. Still waiting for the Kraken to be released. And I'm waiting for all of the people that have, uh, you know, we said yesterday, she has a smoking gun. Yeah. There's no smoking gun. So uh, You would have smoked that gun by now, because once it's official... First of all, much like everything else, I don't think there is a mechanism. Even if they came out and said, uh, they cheated and we found it, or there was something that wasn't a cheat, but we did find something and we're going to have, I don't know if, the, I don't think there's a mechanism to overturn it. I think you just probably have to have a call for a special election. The majority of the quote unquote evidence that I've seen or the testimony from mm. uh, poll workers, uh, most of them from the right, as you could imagine, is that people were disenfranchised on election day because there were long lines and they didn't want to wait in line. They, they couldn't because they have to go to work, which I understand on the one hand, but that's not disenfranchisement. It's not voter suppression if the lines are long. First of all, by the way, the lines would be shorter if you didn't tell your entire uh, base to go and vote on election day. And, and not to put it in bo what, box three. Well, yeah, the whole box three thing, which was when the, when the printers weren't working it, I think it was 30% of tabulation centers on election day, uh, they weren't reading in the tabulator. So what they told them to do is put your ballot in this box, secure box three, yeah. and we will count your ballot later at the central tabulation facility, which is something that every other county besides Maricopa County does for all elections, by the way. It's not a super secret box that nobody knows where it goes. It's a thing that every county does every election. Are you sure? Because, you know, in 2020, they picked him up and gave him to uh, that guy so he could kill him with all of his chickens. Uh, yeah, that was the, the craziest conspiracy theory ever. But, but box three, all, all of those votes ended up getting counted. Just they ended up going to the back of the line. It's an inconvenience. I understand people being hesitant. But at the same time, it's not disenfranchisement. If you wanted your vote to count that day, stay in line, put your ballot in box three, and it's going to get counted. It is. That's that's legal procedure. But they in the don't state of believe Arizona. it. And as I've said over and over to Kato, I said to you, I said to everybody out there, you're not going to convince people who believe one thing and are hard set against anything that anybody else has to say. And even if you showed them the entire process all the way through, I don't think some of them, if it didn't turn out the way that they thought it was going to, would believe that it, that it went to the right places. They would say it was changed by the computer. They would say it was, it, it doesn't matter. Some people are living in a world of denial and it, they're going to have to fix that themselves. So for the Gatos Big Q poll question brought to you by your Valley Big Toyota Q. dealers, you can find it on the right hand side of KTAR.com's homepage. Uh, I wrote this. Cochise County finally certified their election results. Can we finally stop talking about the election? Yeah. Yes or no? You want to guess how many people are uh, say yes? 
How many people say yes? I'm going to say 65. Hold on here. I'm going to say 70%. 79. 79%. Four out of five people basically Good. are let's saying, talk, let's, let's stop, stop talking about Let's talk it. about fun stuff. Let's talk about wacky stuff. What do you got? A lot of stuff. I got, trust me, all kinds of stuff. We're going to talk some World Cup later. We're probably going to talk uh, talk a little bit more about the Kanye wackiness, too. Oh, because we have to? Yeah. You know what? Okay. More people are talking about that than this. I guarantee you more people are like, I'd rather hear Kanye go nuts than talk about whether or not Carrie Lake won or lost. How about this one? Coming up next on the show, there's a serial decoration destroyer on the loose. Oh, my God. And your house could be next. Not my house. That's coming up on the Gators and Chad Show. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. A mashup of news, information, and entertainment. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. Santa Claus, you better hide! That movie's out tonight, by Speaking of Santa Claus. Which one? Violent Night. Oh, Starring that's, uh, David Harbour? Yeah, David Harbour. The guy from Stranger Things. It's basically a Santa John Wick. Yeah, yeah. That's what <laughs> Violent happens. movie. They're, the bad guys are on his uh, list, and they're attacking a nice family, and the good guy, good girl in there, she's on his nice list, so he's coming. Yeah, I heard it got decent reviews. Yeah, so. you know what? It's fun. That's what movies should be. Uh, oh, hey, would you like to go to a movie where somebody dies over several hours, and everybody's an alcoholic, and everything's filmed with sepia? Boy, No! I'll tell you what, we could really use Santa to defend uh, this neighborhood in Gilbert. A real-life Grinch is targeting Christmas decorations in the East Valley. People in one neighborhood say that strangers stabbed and destroyed their inflatables this week. Okay, who does that? Teenage kids who are idiots? You just go into a neighborhood and start stabbing all the inflatables? Uh, Teenage kids. Sounds like something that most teenage boys at some point in time do something stupid. Maybe not like this, but that's what teenage boys do. Sunday 8 p.m. A truck pulls up to this Gilbert home near Germain Roads and Valvista Drive, and a passenger gets off. The person slowly walks around to the Christmas inflatable and out of nowhere begins attacking it. In less than a minute, deflating it before running back to the truck and speeding off. Part of me kind of has to laugh. Why is she reading like this? I don't know. I can't explain that. But We are going to this thing, and there is a person right there, and we are going to stab it. <laughs> Watching people fight inanimate objects is one of the funniest things you can witness. I now, they bring a weapon to the table, too. I guess that's, that makes it I, I don't get the, uh, the, you know, everybody's got a ring doorbell or something like that at this point in time, right? You go outside, wherever you are, you're going to be filmed within a few minutes. Pretty much anywhere. Yeah. 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 I, I operate with that understanding just in everyday life. No matter where I go. That, well, that's like, what you should. I'm probably on video. That's it. That's no, it. No matter what business you you go to, no matter who's home. That's exactly it. You so, go out. People are filming you. Even if you don't know. You could just be walking by. They're filming you. Let's hear except more. In, except in Moscow, Idaho. Well, yeah. Where those kids were killed. Let's hear more from uh, some of the neighbors. More than one knife stab kind of thing. One street over, the same thing happening to Sandy Rajamani's eight-foot-tall snowman. Sure that uh, it was um, done purposefully. It was not an accident. Other homes were also targeted. Gilbert police say from November 25th to the 30th, four people made criminal damage reports regarding their holiday decorations in the area. That story from 12 News. So do we have to, like, hire security for our front yard now all of a sudden? Uh, no, I don't think so. But you're going uh, to... 
kids are stupid, especially young boys. They do dumb things. They're out there. They're idiots. And they're going to eventually not probably get caught because police are going to go, ah, who cares? Sorry, this sucks. But what are we going to do? We're going to go arrest these kids if they did thousands of dollars in damage. It, it's sad. But, you know, you know, it, it, maybe what you do is you get the film. You go, who is this? Oh, that's so-and-so. Then you go over to their parents and go, hey, you guys owe me a new big blow-up thing, and your kid is is being an idiot. Yeah, I mean, listen, that's not cheap. I, I just Googled inflatable Santa. Uh, the big, you know, skinny ones that you see at the car dealerships that yeah. flop around, those are like 60 bucks. That's on the cheap side. But there's some in here, like front yard Santa, $300. Yeah, we have a giant like walkway that you can walk through now and it's got like these big arches and stuff and it went up last night we started doing some of it and it was not cheap $160 uh, $70 yeah. for this one that's 8 feet tall I mean like you pop a couple of those in my front yard that's costing me a couple hundred bucks what if uh, what I'm if Santa came that. alive and just started whooping up on those kids <gasps> How surprise it's David Harbour but it would be more of a bad horror movie you know one of those ones where you're like was this filmed on somebody's phone kind of thing is like oh santa turns bad so this happens at your house chad are you calling the police no what are you doing you just you're just fine with it no i'm not fine with it but it is what it is we'll look on the camera and see if we see anybody and you know could we do we know any of the kids but no what are you going to do do you pull a home alone and set up booby traps no 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 i don't i would them when they come back around inevitably no you know what i'm surprised we haven't had more of that in, in our neighborhood, at, you know, at times I used to think, well, there's a bunch of kids around here. But you know what? We we don't really have that issue. Uh, but if it happened, what am I going to do? We're going to call the police. Uh, you need to put out an APB on a bunch <laughs> of hoodlums who were stabbing and hurting all of the inflatables. I'm like, hello? Hello? What if you had, like, do you have a ring doorbell? I don't know. Yeah, we got a ring. And, so what if you yeah. have footage of it and you know who it is? What I would you, go to their parents and say, look, guys, come on. You what know if what? it's not kids? I mean, you and I both well, assume well, it's kids, right? Well, but what if it's well, not? Well, if it's an adult, then we're going to have others. Like, dude, why Why are you going around stabbing the, you know, because I hate Christmas, man. That's what I'm saying. Okay. My wife left me. My dog left me. Santa Claus hates me. I hate Christmas, man. Then I'm going to be like. It's probably like a 28-year-old with the mind of a 13-year-old. Well, then that person's I feel personally special. attacked. I don't know why. <laughs> And if that no, person's I mean, special, what are you going to say? You're going to go to the parents and go, hey, your special kid no, keeps knocking my stuff uh-uh. over. I don't mean special. I mean, you know, just not quite grown up yet. Immature. Uh, immature. immature. Yeah. yeah, it's like they think it'd be re- old enough to carry a weapon around, and yet they think it'd be hilarious well, to stab a, Santa. There's a serial decoration destroyer on the loose. Chad's totally cool with it, apparently. I'm not so. cool with it, but I'm not going to call the police. They got enough stuff going on. All right, coming up next, uh, holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn's going to read the news while we interrupt and react to the day's top stories. That's next on the Gators and Chad Show. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR. On air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now. We do it every single day. We hold up the headlines with Becky Lynn Gatos out today. Steve Zinmeister's in. So let's get to it. A little bit of snark, a little bit of fun. Let's hold up those headlines. 
Arizona's immigration crisis. In just three weeks, Title 42 will be gone, and there's big concern locally about what will happen on the border, especially from our U.S. senators. KTAR's Colton Krolak is live in the news center with the latest. In an exclusive interview with KTAR, U.S. Senator Kirsten Cinema tells the Mike, the Mike Broomhead show the end of Title 42 could be a disaster for border towns. What that's created is a real problem logistically because we have a higher surge of migrants seeking to enter the U.S. than, frankly, in our lifetimes. I mean, the numbers are just astronomical right now. She adds the legal system isn't robust enough to make quick decisions on who can come into the country legally. Cinema says she's urging the Biden administration to take action before Title 42 ends. Live in the News Center, Colton Krolak, KTAR News. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Well, how about that? Title 42 going away. Our Democrats are saying you got to do something. This is going to be a nightmare. You're getting rid of something that it was at least doing a some form of blocking coming here. Now you're replacing it with nothing, which seems like you're replacing it with a complete open door policy. Now, listen, is any sort of comprehensive immigration reform going to happen before December 21st or maybe even ever? ever. No, it's yeah. probably not. But I got to give credit to Cinema. She has a couple of different bills that she helped create, uh, bipartisan bills that are going to do good things potentially at the border. It's not going to fix everything, but she talked about making the system more robust. She's got one bill that would create a bunch of regional centers that would help process uh, people into the country quicker. That could be helpful. She's got another one that would create a border patrol reserve, kind of like the National Guard or or, or the Army Reserve even, Uh, and also bringing up wages, the minimum wage for a border patrol agent that could help keep staffing. Yeah. At the end of the day, though, there's just too much money in the game. We're holding up the headlines. Have you heard more sniffles and coughing in the office over the past few weeks? That's due to the current tridemic that's affecting the entire country. For the past seven weeks, the state of Arizona has seen an increase in COVID-19 cases, but last week saw a slight decrease with just more than 12,000 cases reported. Eugene LaVar with the Arizona Department of Health Services explains RSV and flu cases are prevalent throughout the state. We do expect with the unpredictability of respiratory viral season that will see some ebbs and flows with, between those viruses. LaVar reminds you getting vaccinated can help protect you from severe infection and hospitalizations. Taylor Tesler, KTAR News. Taylor sounds like she got a bit of the sniffles as well. She has had. Yeah. Yes. I got to ham that up a little I bit. I had that a, a couple of weeks ago and you know when I, I, I had to do a bunch of revisions for some voiceover stuff I had done they, they put added some stuff. You didn't match up. I did not match up. I was like <laughs> you know originally like hey what's up and then I'm like hey everybody how you doing? It was so I'm like you guys are going to have to give me a few days. I hadn't is, heard it called the tridemic yet. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. RSV, COVID and flu. All at the same time. The tridemic. And we have the highest COVID rates in the entire country. So that's going for us. How about that? Excellent. We're holding up the headlines. Cactus Shadows High School and Black Mountain Elementary School in Scottsdale all clear now after they were put into lockdown earlier today. Officer Aaron Bolin with Scottsdale Police explains what happened. At about 7.30 this morning, we got reports from our school resource officer. A student had come and self-reported that they saw another school-aged male subject enter the campus with a hand. Now, he says no suspect has been taken into custody and they were unable to find any footage of someone matching the suspect's description. Yeah. Uh, again, was it somebody who said they think they saw something? Was it, I mean, did it, there's cameras everywhere, I'm sure. And you and I talked about this in neighborhoods. You know, we 
you could be on a walk. This is a state where you're allowed to carry a gun. You may not have a kid there. You may be across the street from the school. Somebody reports you. It's not a threat. But yeah, then it's less a question of did they have a gun or not and more of a question of were they technically on campus or yeah. not. I'm not saying that whoever reported this is wrong. They might have been completely right about it, and people can come and go on campuses easier than you might think. Uh, but we're seeing a rise in these cases where people report there might be somebody on campus with a gun, and it turns out that everything's good, and you're happy about that, right? Like I, I'd much rather that than the alternative, but we're seeing more and more incidents of, hey, we have an emergency, and then it turns out it wasn't really anything yeah uh is it paranoia i guess is the question better it's better safe than sorry but can we get to a point where it it gets to be for lack of better term overkill where you know you we were locked down 15 times this year kind of thing and that's that's where i think you know people where's the fine line there hold up deadlines a pandemic era feature of some companies might become permanent based on the results of a six-month experiment that just wrapped up abc's jim ryan tells us more about the rising prospects of a four-day work week. Six months after putting their employees on a four-day, eight-hour-day work schedule, the majority of companies participating in the trial said their employees' productivity went up, and so did revenues. The head of the crowdfunding site Kickstarter took part in the experiment and described it as a win-win, happier, more engaged workers, and a healthier bottom line. Again, ABC's Jim Ryan. Man, I it sounds great. I think uh, we've talked about this, right? You know, we talked about, was it a couple weeks ago? It's a Chick-fil-A that's doing three, was it 13 hour days yeah, something or something like, like that. that. And yeah. then, you know, which God, I, I do three 13 hour days every day. It feels like you do three 13 hour days every day. Uh, yeah. That's <laughs> okay. what it feels like. <laughs> got it. Totally. Got so, it. Uh, no, but you are one, seeing more and more. Two, mm, I'm trying to do the math, math in my head. I yeah. know. Mm. Uh, it doesn't seem possible. Um, well, it does when you have a bunch of jobs and you're all trying to do all those jobs at once. It feels like three 13 hour days. It feels like three weeks in one day. More and more companies are going out of their way to just change the status quo on what a regular job schedule or location. I mean, because we've talked about yeah. like six in 10 Americans are working from home now or at something some like point that. Time, yeah, it's ridiculous. Home. So the traditional job as we knew it for the last several decades is completely different. Yeah. Thanks, pandemic uh, or tridemic. Well, you know what? I, I mean, if if they if I bet if, if everybody here got to keep the same money and they offered you a four day work week, who's going to say no to that? Yeah, you'd do it. I don't think anybody's going to. It wouldn't work for us. It wouldn't work for us. Unless every company in Arizona went to a... Like, if everybody in our society went to a four-day work week, then the radio could go four days. Yeah, but until then, you know... know, And do you take the Monday off or the Friday off? That's always the big thing. Mm -hmm. Ah, goodness me. World Up Deadline. Okay, World Cup is going on. I know you're loving it. Out in the desert of Qatar. There was another competition today. The hotties were out in style. The winner batted her eyelashes and flashed a lovely tooth smile for the TV cameras at the Mazayan World Cup. The Camel Beauty Pageant being yeah. held in the Qatar Desert about 15 miles away from Doha in the Soccer World Cup. Now, this pageant is a cross between the Westminster Dog Show and the Miss America Pageant. Wow. The winner was Nazah. A majestic, light-haired creature that overcame several preliminary rounds and hundreds of other camels to win the pageant today. Look at at her, Cutter Camel Mazayan Club. Yeah, look at her. I had money on that one. You know, this is a huge thing. They've done this for years, and and we always do a story because what happens? They cheat, right? They do stuff. They plump up their uh, their their mouths. They get fake eyelashes. Yes, they 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 doll them up, and it's cheating. They had plastic surgery a few years ago on some camels, and they got caught. This one's like wearing a. Diamond necklace. She's got. She's won. She's champion. Because right? of the diamond that's like necklace. A, that's probably. like a tiara. That is. Yeah. Is yeah. this like their uh, version of the puppy bowl? Kind of. 
Like, no, you know this the is like, Bowl is in this tandem is like, with the no, World no, no, this the is the Super Bowl. This is not. This is like a massive Westminster dog show. Yeah, they earn tons of money. This is a big deal. This it, is not like the Puppy Bowl. They said literally, it's a cross between Westminster and Miss America. Yeah, it is huge, huge man. And I didn't win again this year. Oh. I was super excited. I thought I had a chance. Dude, you should get a camel. Oh, you should get a camel. You've got other animals. You should I get do. a camel. And you live out there in the Valley of the Dirt. People would be perfect. It would be perfect. I wonder what that. Uh, wonder how excited my wife would be. Probably not on that one. Not very. She's fine with other stuff. Holding up deadlines. Becky Lynn right there. She rocked it. And we just didn't do what we should have been. We should have been more snarky. Where Becky Lynn reads the news, we uh, interrupt and react to the day's top stories with some snark. Thank you for the clarification. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really understand <laughs> anything Chad said. I got to be honest with you. Hey, coming up next on the show, uh, Philadelphia. They're trying out a new curfew for teenagers. Is it something that Arizona maybe should adopt? We'll talk about that next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show, afternoons. Hey, we got a podcast. You guys should like it, love it, care for it, maybe date it. It's called the Gatos and Chad Show podcast. Uh, you can get it on your iPhone, your Android, all that kind of stuff. Get it on Apple. Go there and go, hey, give us that. Maybe we'll start competing with Bad Bunny. Check it out after the show, though. I don't know who you people are that listen to the podcast while the show is live on the air. That doesn't make any sense to me. By the way, I just saw up there that the, uh, what is it, the uh, uh, Rat Czar for New York. Did you guys you know they're doing they're that? They're looking for one, right? $170,000 is no. the salary. To be the rat czar? To be the rat czar. What does a rat czar do? They want, hunt down the rats? That's what they want. They said they want somebody who's a bit bloodthirsty and do stuff like that. Do you know how many rats there are in New York? Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of rats, though. That is a lot. 170 Gs, though. you got to think about that. That's not that much in New York City. It's not, but you are doing a rat <laughs> yeah, czar. Uh, that's a pretty big job, if you ask me. It gets you a one-bedroom apartment. Uh, and you have to share it with somebody. <laughs> well, a rat, but, probably. Right. But if... You know, if there's an estimated two million rats in New York City. Yeah. So what? Here's the beauty of it: you get 170 grand, right? And if you've been in there for a while, maybe you already own your own place or something like that because you've been there a long time. You get 170 grand a year in a job that you will never ever have to worry about being fired because nobody expects you to eliminate all the rats. Yeah. What is the expe- the realistic expectation for that job? Try make it look like you're trying. Try to try to push them into an area where they're not so visible. I don't know what. Yeah, maybe befriend them. I don't know. I don't know. Is there a leader that I could talk to? (laughs) If you don't do that job, what are the consequences? Because you say czar, the first thing I think of is Kamala Harris being uh, the border czar. That's something we talked about. Did she lose her job over being bad at that? She doesn't really do anything. You never have to worry about when you work at government failing. And being fired. That's only usually in private industry. Is it bad that when you say they're looking for a rat czar, my first, like, the image in my head is of somebody who befriends the rats? Like somebody who goes down into the subway and, like, holds them. Ben. Like, Ben. The two I know. Of us I need it. love. No, oh, my God. That was so great. If you guys don't know what that is, Michael Jackson sang the, the 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 titular song uh, for the movie Ben, and uh, it was uh, the guy who played uh, John Boy Walton, and then Crispin Glover played him in the, in the in the remake of the movie. But he basically commands the rats. He befriends the rats, and Ben is the head of the rats and their pals. Is it kind of like Pigeon Lady in Home Alone? No, it's about Home Alone like it's two. I think it's, it was. it's a horror. It's a movie. horror movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. well, oh, that's, yeah. that's a little yeah. It's not like they're going out. It's Home Alone Two was a horror movie for a minute there. <laughs> Pigeon well, Lady was pretty it's scary. It's not like the the the, the lady from uh, the Suicide Squad who's got the little oh, and all the rats. That, that, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yes, that, that maybe a, they should hire her. Yeah, she'd be great. <laughs> she can get real. out of there like that's that. not real. 
I'll do that, I'm telling you. The uh, city of Philadelphia, speaking of East Coast cities, Philadelphia freedom. their city council approved a 10 p.m. curfew for Philadelphia children and teens. And this Basically, was, if you're, what, under 18, yeah. then you got to be home by 10. Is that, what? what is the practicality of that? What is the payoff? Um, and are kids really going to live by that? Well, this was all because of the pandemic. That's how it started. And I said, hey, we should just keep doing this, right? But do, are kids – so you're going to tell kids on a Friday night if they go it? see a movie at 8.30 and they're out at 10.30 or 11 when the movie finishes because it's, you know, 20 minutes of ads, then the trailers and all that stuff, that you're going to, what, arrest all the kids or give them a fine? Could so you, it says that the bill passed on Thursday on a vote of 15 to 1. That's oof, uh, pretty much everybody said, yeah, let's do this. Over the summer, the city had enacted a temporary curfew in an attempt to keep children safe amid a surge in gun violence. Well, yeah, you're not going to fix that. So this was about gun violence. Isn't it great that that's what we do now? Hey, we could fix, we could try to stop the gun violence, but we'll just tell everybody, now you just got to stay off the street because we can't stop those people. Usually when you hear about curfews, it's... A short-term thing. Yeah. You do it for a little while because there's some sort of danger or some sort of risk out there, whether it's a pandemic or gun violence, whatever it is. This does not have an end date. The current bill does not have an end date. So this is just a new law. Think of it like Footloose. No more dancing. You you can't go outside after 10 p.m. if you're under 18. It was John Lithgow's idea. I knew it. The pastor. So mean. How would that go over in Arizona? Horribly. If we pass something like this. It's horribly. Look, we did have a, a curfew well, a lot of times, some, some time so, back, I remember. And I just remember it was like, hey, you can't loiter. But when I was a kid, there was always places that teenagers went to and they hung out and nobody seemed to really care. You know, but I remember the movie thing being an issue. Movies would get yes. get out at the mall, and they'd be. My kids ran into it, standing yeah. out there waiting for us to pick them up, and they would get questioned. Yeah, if I were waiting on our mom. Yeah, you know, it's like it's uh, the movie was going. I'm like, what are you guys? Then tell them to play the movie at six, right? Instead of eight, and then stop it, and then check everybody's ID. Or you can't come here. You can't come here because it's too late. Dare you see Ghostbusters eight? I, I suppose they wouldn't be doing this in Philadelphia if they didn't see some sort of benefits during the trial period or whatever you want to call it. They're just trying to keep because they think all young kids are hoodlums. And they're not. They're not. They're not. Some kids are just up late. Yeah. I was one of those but kids. Maybe this would save all those uh, those Christmas light things from being slashed. When I was in high school, I was one of those kids that I was up super late. Starts 1 a.m. Oh, yeah. That's me. But I wasn't out on the street, I guess. I well, wasn't what is it famous Nothing whatever. good ever happens after midnight. That's usually the case. Coming up next, let's keep doing it. Midterm mayhem. Oh, crap. We're looking back on all of the wackiness of the 2022 election in Arizona. Let's talk more Ratsar.